everybody. And we're going to be talking about there is no easy way out. So many times when we're dealing with different circumstances in our lives, when we're going through different trials, when we're going through different situations, we want an easy way out. Hallelujah. We're looking for the easy way out, glory to God. We want God to just make everything simple and easy for us. But as you continue to live and as you continue to go from faith to faith and glory to glory, you will realize that some things that you experience and that you deal with, that there is no easy way out. There are going to be some times in your life where your back is up against the wall, glory to God, where God will put you in a place and in a posture where you will have have no other choice but to depend and to lean on him and to trust him glory to God and that's what all God wants us to do is to trust him in spite of what we deal with in spite of how we feel in spite of what we go through God wants us to trust him he wants us to place all our hope and our confidence in him but so many times we get so comfortable in our lives we get so comfortable with mediocrity we get so comfortable where we are when God allows things to come into our lives to disrupt our current circumstance. Glory to God. We begin to panic. We look for an easy way out. Sometimes we even want to go back. Glory to God. We'll say things like, God, I had more money when I was in the world. I had more friends. I had more this. I had more that. As soon as I decided to give my life over to you and to serve you, it seemed like as soon as I surrendered, it seemed like all hell began to break through in my life. Glory to God. And I know I'm probably the only one been there on today. If you ever been there, just speak back to me and say, I've been there. I've been there sometimes. I'm there right now. What I'm dealing with right now, glory to God, sometimes I wonder, glory to God, sometimes I feel like, God, are you still with me? God, why are you allowing me to experience this? Why are you allowing me to go through this? So sometimes we have so many questions. And not only that, we try to figure out everything on our own. We can never figure out what God is going to do. But we spend so much time trying to figure out what God is going to do, trying to figure out how he going to do it, when he going to do it, how it's going to happen. Glory to God. We play it over and over in our head, trying to figure it out. And we can never figure out God. Glory to God. All we need to do is be in a place where we allow God to lead us. Glory to God. So we're in Exodus chapter number 14. Glory to God. And we're up to a place. Now, if you've never uh, read the book of Exodus, I'll just, you know, I'll just give you a little quick snapshot of what's going on right now. Glory to God. So Moses, God told Moses that he was going to deliver the children of Israel out of the hand of Egypt. Glory to God. And just know when God get ready, when God delivers you out of a certain place, glory to God. That you're going to have some backlash, glory to God. That you're going to have people that try to come after you. That you're going to have some people that's mad or angry because they want to 
have you in bondage. They want to see you bound. They want to see you struggle, glory to God. When God, has God ever delivered you from anything? And soon as uh, God delivered you from a certain thing, here, here come old friends that you ain't seen or heard from in 10 years. They want to try to get you to go out to party. They want to try to get you to drink. They want to try to hook you up and do all this different stuff, glory to God. Soon as you decide, I'm not going to do this no more, God, thank you for delivering me. Here people come in your life trying to pull you back in bondage. So God told Moses that he was going to deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt because they had been in bondage for a very long time. Glory to God. And so what God did was harden the heart of Pharaoh because he already knew that Pharaoh was not going to let him go easily. So on top of since Pharaoh, since God already knows our heart, he hardened Pharaoh's heart even a little bit more. Glory to God. And so since Pharaoh did not want to allow the people to let the people of God go, what God did was send plagues upon Egypt. And God sent 10 plagues into Egypt just because Pharaoh did not want to allow the people go. So God sent a, a, a plague where he turned the uh, water into blood. Then he, he sent the frogs. Then he sent lice. Then uh, flies. And then he killed all the livestock. And then he allowed balls to come all over the bodies of the people. He sent a hailstorm. Glory to God. Just imagine. And when, when you read through this, now take when you have a chance, go back and read it. Glory to God. Because when that hell storm came, glory to God, the hell was so big that it crushed through some things and it even killed some people, glory to God. And then he sent the uh, swarm of locusts and then darkness filled the land. And then the last thing was killing the firstborn of the uh, children of Egypt and of the cattle and everything. So after that happened, then Pharaoh said, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all go. Y'all go ahead and serve y'all God. Take whatever you need to take and y'all go. Glory to God. So that's just a little quick snapshot of it. Glory to God. And so we're in uh, chapter 14, verse number one. And it says, and the Lord spake unto Moses saying, speak unto the children of Israel that they may turn and encamp before Prishma between Megal and the sea. Over against, I'm not even trying to pronounce that word. I don't know it before. Ye shall camp by the sea. For Pharaoh will say to the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land and the wilderness has shut them up. So the first thing is God told the children of Israel to turn around a little bit and go and camp by the sea. See, when God gives you instructions, it's for a reason and a purpose, glory to God. That's why it's so important for God, for us to obey God. He told them to turn and go to the camp by the sea, glory to God, because he knew what's up, what was ahead, glory to God. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. And that's why it's so important for us, glory to God. When God gives us instructions to follow the instructions that he gave, give us glory to God. And it said that Pharaoh said that since Pharaoh thought that the children 
were entangled in the land. Now, when you look at the word entangled, it means to be caught up because it looked like, it seemed like the children of Israel was just roaming around aimlessly without a plan or purpose. But see, Pharaoh didn't know the plan and purpose for the children of God. Just like the enemies in your life that rise up against you, they do not know the plan and purpose God has for you. That's why it's so dangerous for you to come up against a child of God, for you even to put your mouth on the child of the king because you don't know what God purpose and plan is for their life. And verse number four, it says, and I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them and I will be honored upon Pharaoh and honored upon the host that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. So here God again is harder in Pharaoh's heart. So he will come after and follow after the children of Israel. That's why it's so important. The word tells us to pray for our enemies. Pray for those who come up against us. Pray for those who despitefully use us. Because it's part of the plan of God for your life. God uses your enemies in your life for his purpose and his plan to get you to the place where he wants you to be so he can show out and show his glory. So he can show the wonderful and marvelous works of his hand. And it says, and it was told, and it was told uh, the king, uh, and it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people, and they said, "Why have we done this? And we have let Israel go from serving us." So Pharaoh told them that they can leave and go, and then what happened was, after he told them they can leave or go. Then his heart was hardened again, and him and the people were like, well, why did we do this? Why did we let them go from serving us? Just know that there are some people in your life that want to see you bound. There are some people in your life that want to see you struggle. They want to see you bound. They just want to see use you for their purpose and for their plan. Long as you're doing what you want, they want you to do to fulfill their purpose and their vision, they okay. But as soon as you step out and go and start doing what God wants you to do, they get mad. They get upset, girls. Come on. And they begin to wonder why are you why are they going to do this and why are they doing that? They should be serving me and they should be doing that. Everybody is not for you. See, God allows certain circumstances in your life to happen so he can show you who is for you and who is against you. Glory to God. See, so many times we get comfortable. Glory to God. We get comfortable around people because we've known them for a while and we get used to them. Glory to God. But just because you've been around someone for a while, doesn't mean that they love you just because they even in your family you got some cousins and stuff family members that don't love you don't like you they hate to see you coming they want to see you bound they want to see you struggle they want to see you doing bad glory to god hallelujah but we thank god that god is a deliverer so pharaoh and his servants they begin to you know start being you know a little salty as the young people would say now because they wondering why, why did we let them go? 
they could have still been here serving us. You know what I'm saying? And you have people like that in your life. They will use you and use you and use you up until they can't use you anymore. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's why it's so important for us to be in tune with God. To pay attention to what God is showing us. Because your enemies don't want to see you prosper. The enemy is not going to let you go easily, glory to God. When you give your life over totally to God or when you stop doing some things or let's say you, you, didn't, you didn't pray a lot. When you start enhancing your prayer life, when you start enhancing your fasting life, when you start reading the Bible more, when you start cutting away from some people, when you stop going to some places, when you cut off some people that God has told you to cut out. Because see, there are some people listening today, glory to God. It's some people in your life that are your enemies. God has told you to cut them off, but you still dangling them like they on a little string. Glory to God. You still come back. You still keep letting them in from time to time. And God has told you to let these people go. Glory to God. Not only that, your enemy is not going to let you go easily. Glory to God. Soon as you try to change your life around and do something better for yourself, here the enemy keeps sending people. Glory to God. Send people to... Uh, to tempt you, to send people to try to pull you back into bondage and try to destroy you. See, they're saying, why did we let them go? Now they're thinking, why did we let them go? We need them back here in bondage. See, when you're in a place of bondage, you're in a place of destruction. Glory to God. You're in a place where you cannot go forward, where you cannot exceed, and where you are not cannot excel. You're in a place where you're hindered and you're stuck because you're bound down by things in your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, well, God. Glory to God. And see, now they're thinking, why did we let them go? Hallelujah. And verse 6, and it said that he made his chariot ready and took his people with him. And they took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and the captains over every one of them. See, when your enemy comes up against you, they're not going to just come up against you by themselves. Have you ever noticed when someone don't like you and hate you, they always trying to recruit other people? Here they go recruiting other people that don't know nothing about the situation sometimes. They always want to find and get their clique and everybody to come up against you because they're cowards. Glory to God. Truth be told, they're cowards. They won't face you one-on-one -on -one by themselves, mm. but they will go through and get other people to come against you. Hallelujah. Because they want to see you bound. They want to destroy you. They want to discredit your name. They want to slander you. They want to run your name in the ground. Glory to God. And it said so the and all the captains and every one of them. And it said in verse 8, the Lord hardened the uh, heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children went out with and high uh, hand, glory to God. And see, your enemy, when your enemy pursues you, your enemy pursues you with passion. When people don't like you, they go all the way out 
to try to destroy you. I mean, people will go all the way out. They will talk about you to everybody they can. They will discredit, slander your name everywhere they can. They'll try to get you fired on your job. People will try to do all kind of stuff against you. They will try to say the most hurtful and meanest things to you to try to hurt you, just to try to destroy you, glory to God. When your enemy rises up against you, your enemy is not nice. Your enemy comes at you with everything that they got, glory to God. But here we are, we over here, we just a nice, sweet little Christians, glory to God. Hallelujah. But see, just like your enemy pursue you with passion, we need to pursue God with passion. We yes, need to get in prayer. We need to get in fasting with passion. We need to get in the, we should have a thirst and a hunger after the word of God. Hallelujah. We should pursue God like never before. We are in a time and a season where we need to really pursue after God. Hallelujah. And it says in verse 10, and when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes. And behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to God. See, now the children of uh, the, the Egyptians are up on the children of Israel. Just in, in, imagine it in your head. You're by the Red Sea, and here they are. They up on you. They in your space, and you crying out to God. Hallelujah. God, help us. Glory to God. And some of us right now, we're in a place in our life. Well, we have been crying out to God, saying, God, when are you going to come through for me? God, when are you going to turn my finances around? God, when are you going to turn my family relationships around? God, when are you going to move on my behalf? God, when is things going to change and begin to happen for me? God, I've been dealing with this for a long time. God, I need your help. Have you ever, your back has ever been up against a wall where you just really had to cry out to God? See, God will put you in a position where you can't depend on nobody else. See, so many times, so many of us, we depend on other people. We have our prayer partners we depend on. We depend on the pastor. We depend on our husbands, wives. We depend on everybody else but God. But God will pull your crutch out from up under you where you will be forced to depend on him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so the children of Israel are crying out to God. Not only that, then they start complaining, just like many of us. One minute we crying out, the next minute we complaining. And he said that they said unto Moses, because... There are no graves in Egypt. Has thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Just like some of us, we cry out to God, and then the next minute we complain. God, I had more money when I was in the streets. I, when I wasn't saved, I had more money. I had more friends. I, I had, you know, I wasn't going. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose my car and my house. When I didn't, when before I came into the body of Christ, I didn't have all these problems. But guess what? You might have had a little bit more money, but where was your peace? You might have had some friends that you thought were your friends, but were really your enemies. But where was your peace at, glory to God? 
See, but I've had a lot of things. I've I've been there before, glory to God, where I said, you know what, I had little, I had more money when I wasn't doing things the right way, but I didn't have no peace, glory to God. I, I didn't have, my, my soul wasn't secure, glory to God. If I would have died in my sins, I, I didn't know what my eternity was, glory to God. Hallelujah. And so they crying out to God one minute, and the next minute they murmuring and complaining. But Moses said to them in verse number 13, fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians who you see today, you shall see them again no more forever. So he says to stand still. When you stand still, you come to a complete stop. See, God is putting some of us in a situation that seems bad, that seems scary. Glory to God. He will put you in a position where you have to stand still, where you have to have faith, where you have to believe him, where you have to trust him and wait on him for direction. Wait on him for instruction. Glory to God. See, all God wants us to do is to trust him, is to believe, is to have faith. That's why Jesus tells us in Mark eleven twenty two to have faith in God. It's so important that we place our faith in God. But so many times we do so much murmuring and complaining instead of praising and worshiping. We murmur and complain instead of trusting God. See, we got to turn our murmuring, complaining, and worrying, and stressing into worship and get in a place where we just really begin to cry out and worship God and begin to thank Him and exalt Him for everything that He's already done in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And it said in verse 14, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. The word tells us that the battle is not ours, it's the Lord. But so many times we want to fight our battles or we want to pick and choose which battles we, you know, we want to fight. We're like, well, God, you know, I can take care of this right here myself. I just need you to handle this over here, you know. And God says he wants us to give it all to him. He said, cast all your curls upon me. He said, lay all your heavy burdens at my feet. Not some. He wants us to give him everything. But so many times we pick and choose what battles we want to give to God. And he tells us that our battles are not ours. They're his for us to fight for us. But when someone comes up against us, you know, we like Peter. We want to pull the sword out and start fighting, you know. We want to fight instead of hold our peace, but we got to get in a place where we begin to hold our peace and allow God to do what he needs to do in our life. Glory to God. And verse 15, it says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore cries unto me, Speak unto the children of Israel that they will go forth. Many of you on today, God wants you to go forth. See, when you go forward, that's movement. When you take a foot forward, you're taking action. But so many times, so many of us, we spend a lot of time praying. We've been praying for years. 
But when are we going to put action to it? The word tells us faith without works is dead. So when are we going to put some action, hallelujah, with our praying? See, we got to put faith plus prayer plus action equal results. Yes. I'm going to say that again. Prayer plus faith plus action equal results. But so many of us, we spend so much many times praying. And God is giving us direction. He's told us we're going to start businesses. He's told us to write books. He's told us to write songs. He's given some uh, so many instructions and directions of things to do. And we ain't did it yet. We still praying. Well, Lord, if it show will. Well, God, is that really you? We need, com- we need 10, 15 confirmations every time God tells us to go forward. To move out, to come out of our comfort zone, to be obedient. We need confirmation from everybody. But when you get an email that your favorite store is having a fifty percent off sale, you ain't uh, you don't need no confirmation if you need to go buy and overspend. Say that you don't need you don't need nobody to uh, confirm that's the wheels of the Lord for you. Now you you run out and you get you you go forward. You put some action with it. You take action. And you get results because you come home or you got Amazon boxes being delivered at your door every day because you done put action and you done went forward. But when it comes to the things of God, when God tells us to go forward, we tend to hesitate. And God wants us to trust him. When he says go forward to do something, we got to be quickly to obey him. I remember earlier this year when the years were well, actually, it was like uh, the last uh, uh, couple of weeks in December of 2021. I was praying and fasting, and God said we were coming into a year of acceleration, that he was going to begin to accelerate and move things quickly and fast in our lives. See, some of us, if we don't catch up and go forward and obey God, we're going to miss out on what God is doing. There's no time to be delaying. There's no time to be sitting back. You have waited long enough. What are you waiting for? God has told you to go forward for years. And we're in a time of acceleration. God wants to speed up and do a quick work. But so many, well, Lord, I just don't know. Go forward. Break forward. Obey God. Step out. Start. You will never know unless you take the first step to start. So prayer plus faith plus action equal results. If you want to see results in your life, you're going to have to put some faith with that prayer and some action with it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So he says, um, where was I at? What? I done lost my place. Glory to God. Uh, do, do, do. Anybody? Was it? Was it around, was it around verse 14, 15? 15, yeah. And so he said to go forward. And uh, verse 16, it says, But thou lift up thy rod and stretch out thy hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry land 
in the midst of the sea. See, God wants to work some miracles in your life, glory to God. Listen to me, women of God, on tonight. God wants to work some miracles in your life. He wants to show you his power. He wants to show you his glory. But you got to go forward. If you don't go forward, he's not going to be able to do what he needs to do. Just imagine if the children of Israel would have just stayed there on the Right there, right by the sea. I would just imagine right there on the beach. Just imagine if they would have just stayed on the beach and wouldn't went for it like God told them to do. Glory to God. See, your deliverance, your breakthrough, glory to God, is in your obedience. There's breakthrough and deliverance in obedience. He told them to go forward, to move forward, glory to God. Hallelujah. So he can show them his glory. Hallelujah. So he can show up and show out. See, God wants to give your enemies a front row seat of how he's going to bless you. He wants them to see how he's going to bless you in a major way. But if you don't go forward, if you don't press forward, if you don't step out, if you don't get out of your comfort zone, glory to God, if you don't get out of that mediocre mindset, hallelujah, if you don't step out and be to obey God. Hallelujah. You're going to be still stuck in bondage. Glory to God. This is the time that God wants us to go forward. There is no easy way out. Glory to God. It may seem hard. It may seem uneasy. You may not understand, but we got to go forward and obey God. Hallelujah. See, God said he's going to, he said, stretch out thy hand. And he said, and I, behold, was still hard in the hearts of the Egyptians. Glory to God. See, God knows your enemies. Glory to God. And, and he said, and they shall follow them. See, God will allow your enemies to follow you, to monitor you. You know what I'm saying? You got enemies that are monitoring everything that you do. You got family members monitoring everything that you do. They won't support you, but they watching everything that you do. Glory to God. So they can have something to talk about. Glory to God. And see, God allow, he will allow your enemies to monitor you. He will allow them to gospel about you. He'll allow them to talk about you. He'll allow them to slander your name. He will allow you to feel rejected. He will allow you to feel mistreated. So he can show them his hand over your life. And it says, I will get me honor upon Pharaoh and all his hosts and all his chariots and all his horsemen and the children of and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. See God your enemy is going to know that you follow the Lord the one and true God glory to God. Hallelujah. When he showed them how he's going to advance you, the things that he's going to do in your life, they're going to be, it's people going to sit back and it's going to be puzzled and it's going to wonder how and why God decided to do it in your life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They're not going to want, they're not going to be happy about it. Glory to God. And he said, and the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, See, the word tells us that he allows his angels to encamp around about us, removed and went up behind them. And the pillar of cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. 
See, the word tells us that God used a pillar of cloud for uh, the children of Israel uh, for day and then the, uh, the fire at night. So what God did was remove that pillar of cloud once the children of Israel got in the Red Sea, glory to God, he removed that safety net, glory to God. Because see, first, the Egyptians could still see the children of Israel as they was following them. Because that cloud, which was their light, which was their pathway, which was their guide, was there with them. But what God did was remove it and put it behind the Egyptians. Then they couldn't see anymore. See, they could no longer see where the children of Israel were. And it says, And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind. And that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry land, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right and their left. And the Egyptians pursued them and went in after them into the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning, Watch that the Lord looked upon the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians and took off their and took their chariots off the wheel that they drove them heavily so that the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fighted for them and against the Egyptians. And the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out thine hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians and their horsemen and upon their chariots and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when in the morning, and the Egyptians fled, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. See, God, when God is for you, who can be against you? Glory to God. You just got to keep moving. I just wanted to encourage you ladies on today and those that may go back and watch the replay to keep moving, to stay obedient, to do what God instructs you to do. To make sure that we are not in a place where we murmur and complain, but we cry out to God with a thankful and a grateful heart, no matter how hard it gets. Because even though you're, you may feel like that you at the Red Sea moment, you may feel like that your back is up against the wall, but just know that the Lord God is your deliverer that he is with you and that he will keep you glory to God just stay obedient glory to God stay focused and obey God because there is no easy way out glory to God and that's all that I had to share on tonight glory to God so I hope something that was said that encouraged you empowered you and inspired you to go forth to go forth do what God has told you to do 
Whatever God has told you to do, obey him. It's so important that we obey the instructions of the Lord. Our deliverance, our breakthrough is tied to our obedience. Many of us, we've been asking God to bless us financially. And God has shown us different things to do. He's given, given us different ideas. And we haven't went forth in it yet. Your breakthrough is tied to your obedience. Your family coming out. Your generational wealth is tied to your obedience. Will you be one to obey God on tonight? Will you be one to go forward? Will you be one to step out your comfort zone? Will you be one to stop being mediocre and obey God? Hallelujah. So the floor is 